Welcome everyone to the Ave Torah Hara Lebanon Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Mem Dalad. We will be beginning on Daf Mem Dalad Amud at the word Pshita. The word Pshita is two lines down. Beforehand, we had said that we wanted to know is the question about the rabbi. We had a question of a rabbi who was outside the town and uh, he found himself outside the tomb and the rabbi was recommending that he should be surrounded by people and then he could come back into town. Uh, um, the question was, we, it seemed to be obvious that that would work. And the Gemara wants to know, what was the chidush? Why would I have thought that it didn't work? Okay? So the Gemara says, is he clarifying whether or not the halacha follows Rabban Gamliel? Because Rabban Gamliel says, that a person who gets taken out of the home that a person who's out of the tomb could walk around his whole enclosure. And if so, we're saying that everyone could walk around this whole enclosure of people that was made for these guys, to, made for this guy who's out of the tomb. Or maybe we're discussing whether Chazla could be Eliezer, like we're going to say later, about a guy who's outside the tomb. says, Rabshita, Bidilo Malu, Gavri Askina. We're talking here about a case where there's not enough people to make a uh, a, a circle around this guy Nehemiah who's stuck all the way to the tomb. The Eastsakin, if we had enough people to go from wherever this guy is all the way back to the tomb, mighty Baila, what's the question? We already said. So the same way it's true by a corral or a ship or a fold or whatever these things are, it should be allowed here too. We must be talking about a case where there's not enough people there. And if so, the question is about whether we follow the Eliezer, which we're going to see soon what he means. We could also see this from the language, the Gemara says. The Kamala Ikanes. It says that after you make the circle, Ikanes, he could come in. The word Ikanes sound like uh, that even when the circle is finished, it only gets him to an area right before the Tchum. And then Rabbi Eliezer will allow you to walk in because you're close enough to Tchum to Amor from Tchum. Gemara says the following. So we just figured out that we're talking about Rabbi Eliezer. Says the Gemara, Eitve of Nachman by Yitzchak Lerava. Nafal dofna, if the wall falls on Shabbat, lo yamid be'adam behema u'kalim. We learned on Sukkah. Let's say a guy has a Sukkah, which needs three walls. And now, one of his Sukkah walls falls, he's got two left. But, He's got some kids, so since he needs to eat in the sukkah, could he put his kids over there, or his animal there, and that'll be his wall. And he'll do it on on the holiday. Don't do that. Don't spread a sheet over the bed to work as a wall also. 
You can't make an oil aray, a temporary structure on Yom Tov. You can't do it on Shabbat either. So you see that you're not allowed to make a wall on Shabbat. So how could Rav Nachman tell that you could surround this guy Nechemya, who's outside the tomb with people, that's making a wall on Shabbat, and here on Sukkah we're not allowed to. Amaleh, he said back to him, so Rav said back, I'll, you told me it's Asur, I'll show you a different price that says in Mutar. It says, So the person can use his friend as a third wall of a sukkah. Says you can also spread a, a sheet over a bed, so therefore, therefore the sun doesn't fall on a dead guy. But either way we see, that's a kasha, it's a machloket. Seems like one bright is saying you can make a wall with the people, and one says you can't. This is where Lokash is not a question. Why? Ha, the V and the Z. The The two different Tanaim, one's a Bez and one's a Rabbanan. Who are Rez and Rabbanan? The Tanaim, we learned in the Mishnah. Pekakachalon, on Shabbat, if a guy has the shutter of his window. In the olden days, the window's a hole in the wall, and you have a shutter, which is like a, a, a cork that you'll stuff in the window. If it's hanging from a string from the wall, that you, it's always there in case you don't lose it. So they always tie a string to the wall and it's hanging from the wall. Then you can use it on Shabbat to, to cork the window. If not, then you can't cork with it. But the rabbis say, Either way, you could cork with it. So you see, that the rabbis are always letting making a structure temporary. Mar says, no, that's not that's not the machloket. Why? Everyone agrees you can't make an ohel aray. We're talking about adding, which means there's a big difference between making a wall that's not there, like is in the case that we're talking here, where you put a human being to be a third wall, and when you have a wall, and just adding a window. That's the machloka. That's where the machloka is. You can't add Yom Tov. You can't add on Shabbat. You can't add on Yom Tov. But no one, none of these rabbis agree that you can make a wall, so we're still stuck. Who, which of the rabbis will let you make a wall? And how come there's a machloket in the cases? Two different rabbis that we can pin this machloket on. Who are the two rabbis? Rameir and Rabiuda. The Tanya we learned in the Brisa, Asal from the Sukkah, if you made an animal as a wall for your Sukkah, Rameis is Pasul, because the animal might move, and Rebuda says it's okay. So, says the Gemara, Rameis is Pasul over there, Amalav Mechitza, who he says Pasul, because he holds down a Mechitza. So, Hachashareh, and therefore, in our case of a sukkah wall that fell on Shabbat, he'll let you put an animal there to love midikavid because it doesn't work anything, and the sukkah is still pasul. And if so, you're probably just putting the guy there, just uh, just to make use of it, to make privacy. But you're not doing it for any other reason. And if you do, who did the kamachshihatem? So the brighter that says you're allowed to do it is saying you're allowed to do it not to be able to eat there, but just to be able. To just to be able to uh, 
not to be able to eat there on Sukkot as a Sukkah, but just to be able to have privacy. Right? who says it's okay. Al-Machitza, he holds his Machitza. That's why he says over here, and now he says, not allowed to do it. But really, no one lets you do it. Mara says, Vitizbara, is that logical? When did you hear a mayor say this thing? Behemah, only by Behemah, because it might run away. Adam Bekelim, but if you put a Kelim, Mishamad, you ever hear that he says Asur? But two, another problem. Who's your mayor going like? If he's going like a Bilezer, Losif Nami Asad. He says, even, even to Ed is Asur. El Adarabran, must be going like a Manan. Like we see, the Hosif is only talking about adding. Did he tell you you could do it? You could do it to start a brand new thing. You only adding. We don't have a way to, for them to go. Rather, we're saying they're both Rabbanan. Vekelim akelim lo kasha, but there's no question. Kelim akelim. Ha bedofan shlishit. Ha bedofan neviit. One's talking about making a third wall, one's making a fourth wall. Every sukkah only needs three walls. So the fourth wall being that, it's not doing anything, that's why it's fine. Dekanami, I'll show you from the language of the b'risa that we have to be talking about such a case. Diktani nafal dofna, it says its wall fell. Dofna, its wall. Shma'amina, we see from here the first writer was talking about the third wall. That's because it's its wall, the other one doesn't say its wall. Ela Adam Adam Kasha, but we still have a question. One said Adam was mutar, one says Adam Asur. Adam Adam Nami lo Kasha. We're going to answer that Adam Adam lo Kasha. Kan Ladat, Kan Shalomidat. One is when the guy knows he's being used as a wall. The other one, he doesn't know he's using the wall. You just told him to stand there, and therefore you're allowed to use a guy when he doesn't know that he's being used as a wall. It doesn't look like putting up a wall, according to Rashi, since he doesn't know what he's doing. Ask the Gemara, What about the case of Nechem Which is our case of Shabbat, where the guy was stuck outside, and we told you to make a, to make a, a ring of people about him. They probably knew what they were doing. We told the people to stand there, they didn't know what they were doing, but you're right. If they knew what they were doing, it would be Asur. But Rav Chista, who told him to stand there, he knew what they were doing there. You're right, but since Rav Chista wasn't one of the people who was standing there, therefore it's okay that he knows and doesn't mess anything up. We have a story. Hanu b'nei Ganana. There were people of a party at a wedding. They brought water in a mechitza, using human people as a mechitza. Nagdinu Shmuel. Shmuel said, what? You use human people? You get Malkut. Amad, he says, We only let when they don't know. But you can use people as a wall when they know. You can't do that like we said before. There were leather flasks that Rava had in the town of Mechuza. When Rava came back from his class, Alinu Nehileh, he used them to carry to Shudechid. The Shabta Achriti next day, by Alayu. They want to carry with him again. Vasalai, Rabbi said, you can't do it. That means that since we knew that they were there as Mechisot, that's why they are Sur. So the first time he let, and the second time he didn't let. Meaning, since the people who owned them 
Levi Tivna. Levi brought straw from Meshutanim. Ziri Afafasta. Ziri brought food. Ravsimi Barchia brought Maya. He brought water. And in all those cases, we were able to bring it, even using the people, I guess they weren't aware of what they were doing. Baruch Adonai, the Olam, Amen, Amen. We're going to start from the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, Mishiatza Bereshut, person who left the, his Techum with the shoot, he had a reason to go. Rashi explains why did he go to shoot. Let's say he's going to be a witness for the new moon, or he's saving someone from a Gentile army. And then when you get out, they tell you, don't worry. The, the, the action was already done, the Maaseh was done. Either the people were saved from the army, the army left, or they already testified about the moon. He has a rule that he could go from the place where he was told he could go 2,000 or more in any direction. If this happened within the Tehum, so he was within 2,000 more and when they told him, it's as if he didn't leave and he has the original Tehum that he had originally. Another rule is, anyone who went out to save somebody is allowed to go back to where he was. We'll see what this means when we get to the Gemara. Says the Gemara, We said that if someone informs him while he's in the Tehum, it's as if he never left. What does that mean? Amar Now, the, the obvious question is, that it's obvious. Obviously, he, it's not as if he never left. It's not kilo. It's not he never left. If he was in his original tchum, it's as if he never left his house. And therefore, we don't measure it from where he is. Like, for example, let's say the guy's house is out in the farm someplace. And he starts walking a thousand amot towards the... the Betin in Yerushalayim. And someone tells him, no, 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 guess what? The Betin already has the information. So now, we don't count from where he is a thousand amount away from his house and make that his Tuchum. His Tuchum is from his house. That's also obvious. Why can't he go back? He can go right back to his house. Anyone has a Tuchum can go back and forth as much as he wants. I would have thunk. When you left your Tuchum, you were thinking you're never going back to it on Shabbat. And therefore, once you left, you're going to make a new Tuchum whenever you find out. And therefore, your new Tuchum will be a thousand or more to the left of your house. Kamashman, no. We don't care that you had in mind that you're leaving. You still keep your old Tuchum as long as you stay in your Tuchum area. That's the first explanation. No, this is what it means. Let's say the guy walked out of his tuchum. So again, let's say the guy walked out of his tuchum, and now he is 2,050 amot away from his house. And they tell him, oh, guess what? You... The, you are unnecessary to go to Yerushalayim. They already have the edut. If they do that, since since 
his 2,000 more from where he is in 2050 is included in the original Tchum of 2000, once they overlap it all, it's like he never left. He can go back to his, to his house. What's the difference between the two answers? More sava. The, the second one holds When tichumim overlap, it really means something. The other one says it's nothing. The fact that they double up doesn't mean anything, and you can't go back to your old tchum just because your tchum overlaps with the original tchum. So Abaye tells Rabbah the following. Rabbah was the first opinion. Don't you agree with Rav Simi Barchia that leaving a tchum means something? Just like if a guy would have started Shabbat in a cave. Whose inside of the cave is 4,000 amot. And on its roof, it's less than 4,000 amot. So let's see what happens. In other words, like this. Guy is in a cave. Now, in the cave, you could walk as much as you want. That's a Rishut HaYachid. And the roof of the cave, the cave is something you go into the ground, underneath the ground. Let's say it's like a mine. So in the mine is 4,000 amot. But the roof, from one side to one entrance of the of the mine to the second entrance of the mine is less than 4,000 amot. Of course, he could walk the whole length of the cave and 2,000 amot past it. Now, why are you allowed to walk 2,000 amot past it? That's because there's two entrances to the cave. Out of each entrance, he has 2,000 amot in each direction. Since it's less than 4,001 on top, and therefore, let's say it's 3,999, and therefore there's one ama that, that the, that the 2,000 amount of entrance A overlaps the 2,000 amount of entrance B, that makes it one big tomb, and it allows you to have 2,000 amount in each direction, because it looks like one big area. So you see that there's such a thing as havla'at techumin. So why did you have to bother and explain it? That we thought akar akar. You could have explained like Rabbiya bar Ashi. So Rabbi ben Shabbat Of course, there's a difference whether you started Shabbat when you were in the walls of the cave. Or whether you were starting Shabbat outside. If you're outside, then you don't have Havlat Tichumin. Which means, when you started in the cave, both entrances of the caves are fair game for you. And therefore, you get two to two thousand more from each one, and they could work together, and the Havla'ah could, <coughs> which means the overlap, allows you two thousand more in each direction. But here, when you started Shabbat, you only had your house Eruv. The other Eruv that you got when they told you that you weren't needed in Yerushalayim, that Eruv you didn't have when Shabbat started. And therefore, that overlap, we don't necessarily agree with. And therefore, Rabbah will tell you, just because I agree with the cave case does not ag- mean that I agree with the overlap in the case where the guy was informed in, a, in, a, in an area where it could overlap his previous Eruv. 
Asked the Gemara, Vehecha delo Shabbat lo. Is it true that where you didn't start Shabbat in an area, you have no Tehum combination situation? Oh, yeah? Vatanah, didn't we learn to the Mishnah? We're on the top of Memhe Amudalf. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Shtayim Ikanes, Gimelo Ikanes. This is something that was mentioned before. Rabbi Eliezer says that if you're two Amot away from your Tehum, you could go back in. And if you're three Amot outside, you can't go back in. My love, let's assume, Rabbi Lezer holds like his original, his opinion, which we're going to see in the Mishnah on the bottom of this page, that he holds that every time we give you four amot, it doesn't mean four amot any way you want. It means two amot in each direction, which is altogether four amot. And therefore, we're allowing you to have four amot, and since you're two amot away from your tchum, you have havla'ah. Your, your two amot is together with your 2,000. That allows you to walk 2,000 more back in. It is as if it overlaps. That's why he says you could go in. We see from a letting you walk two amot to get in. That means that the, the, when your area that you could walk overlaps with your tchum, you could count the whole tchum. So you don't tell me it's only in the case of the cave, it's even in this case. He asked a question on Rabbah from Rabbi Eliezer. We don't like Rabbi Eliezer, and therefore we don't go like that. He says, yes, I can ask a question from Rabbi Eliezer. You know why? I heard it from Rabbah himself. That's only regarding a reshut, where the guy is walking out for nothing. But everyone agrees when you go out for mitzvah that you have four amot goes to the chum and lets you go back. So therefore, therefore, it was a fair question to ask of him over there. We're at the two dots now. Mem hey amunal, Baruch Adonai le'olam, amen ve'amen.